The music industry being sinister, exploitive, and outright evil has been a common thread agreed upon by many followers of Jesus and non-Christians alike. But it's always interesting to hear the perspective of someone who's operated from within the system of the music industry. Exactly how manipulative is the music industry? How evil are some of these executives? And are profits put as the epitome pinnacle over people and human dignity? Which leads us to today's video. Lecrae, who's had multiple Grammys, a number one rap album, went on Sway's universe and got very transparent and specific about his experience within the music industry. Answering the question why some of the darkest and most debaucherous music makes it to the top of today's charts. Well, in this video, we'll be reacting to Lecrae's interview on Sway's Universe, giving you guys some of my thoughts and commentary on my own experience in the music industry and one passage of scripture that will connect many of the dots and possibly solve this riddle for many of us who enjoy music. Bruce Lawn. We're gonna jump right in. This is from Sway's Universe. Sway is a legendary um, influencer, thought leader, DJ curator in the space, and it's always refreshing to see guys like Lecrae on a platform. And so here is a question asked by someone from San Diego, actually, that seems to be related to our friend Cannon, who's also a hip hop artist, Christian hip hop artist. And so this is Lecrae talking about the industry and some of the issues happening within that continues to make music that is rather counterintuitive to human flourishing rise to the top. And listen to what he says, and I got one verse that I think is really going to make a lot of sense for us with regards to this. Check this out. What does it take for you guys, like you, Cannon, Bizzle, Derek Mine, and all you guys, to get out, and I don't want to say make Christian, I don't know if I'm using terms correctly, make Christian rap more out there, like, because the avenues are not open to you guys, and the platform you got, the, the, you know, the status that you're at, you can't make that happen? Oh, you want me to be real? Can I be yeah. real? All right, I'll be real with you, my guy. So this is good. Craig's going to tell us the truth. Listen up. So end of the day, if you want to make a record, if you want to make a record about killing animals, they're not going to play that. They're not going to push that. You want to make a record about, uh, you know, raping women, they're not going to play that. But you want to make a record about killing your own people or selling drugs to them. For funny, they'll let us play that. So the Craig's kind of hinting at this idea of, hey, certain records are not going to get pushed within these algorithms, within these playlists. Okay, things like animal cruelty, things like hyper misogyny. But hypocritically enough, other content like what we would call murder, murder, kill music and music glorifying the drug dealing and the drug use, oddly enough, gets propagated and gets pushed. Okay, so listen to what he says here. You want to talk about your faith? They like, nah, we not trying. To, that's why I love it up here hmm. as a citizen on the morning show, swaying in the morning because they play my music. They'll play our music. So a lot of it is is based off of what these labels they they invested in in a lot of the low vibrations. Mm -hmm. And because and he says low vibrations in quotation marks before y'all come after me or him for using the new age language of vibrations. Um, let's keep listening. Because they invested in that, they want that to play. When you start talking about change and impact and impacting your community and seeing them transform and so on and so forth, a lot of times that does not get the push. And and just like anything else, when kids get used to eating candy, they don't want no good food. Ah! 
kids get used to eating candy. They do not get no good food. Now, I got a, a passage of scripture coming here in just a moment. Make sure you watch till the end. And we're going to be talking about some of this and what you can actually do to help change this. But let's keep watching. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if we keep pushing candy on them, they're not going to want a steak. They're not going to want nothing good to them. So, so honestly, it ain't about us. We doing our job. Come on. You know, Cannon, Bizzle, myself, we doing our job. But it comes down to, you know, uh, the support of industry comes down to a lot of different organizations and different things. And people like yourself on a grassroots level just spreading the word and telling, every, you know, telling everybody this. Yeah, buy their music, Carl. Quit complaining. Yeah. You're a citizen. Go <laughs> ahead. Buy their music, Carl. Quit complaining. We're going to come back to the idea. Give me a let's, let's But also, throws. Carl, this makes me think, look, right, the impact of I'm coming in hot. A lot of Christians hated I'm coming in hot, but that was a bona fide crossover smash Hit record. Listen to what Lecrae says. Mm, Andy Minio. Exactly. Speak on, because that was tremendous. Yeah. 2020, 2021. Yeah. A lot of times, too, you just got to realize, man, like like Coming In Hot was was a viral, it's the most viral song I've ever had, you know, me and Andy. And it was on everybody's TikTok, Kim Kardashian, everybody was posting it. And a lot of that has to do with, man, you creating a soundtrack to people's lives. So mm -hmm. when you play a soundtrack to people's lives, they're going to rock with it. And I, I felt like that was where people were at the time, you know. Macro idea. Why does more positive music not get promoted or, or or even Christian music get promoted. Lecrae speaks to something about a vested interest by corporations, multinational corporations, to have a, a sort of incentive, if you will, or, or, or an agenda, if you will, to promote certain kind of music while rejecting other kinds of music that are equally as dangerous. In the midst of all of this, they bring up the coming in hot record. Now, I'm going to come full circle here in a minute, but the coming in hot record was a mega viral success for Lecrae and Andy Mineo. What, what, is the, what is the point here? Okay, the point is that labels have specific vested interests. Coming in hot was something they put out on their own, and yet it went mega viral. Now, listen to what Sway says here. Coming in hot. Yeah. But y'all did something different on it too, though, man. Meaning that there's some content in that record that is also pointing people to Jesus. It's also pointing people to the truth. And so as a, as a creative, it could get difficult when you're trying to figure out how in a world where all people are pushing is complete candy and poison, do you slide the medicine in the candy? Do you just say, screw it, I'm just going to try and make the music that I want to make and hopefully it works? How does it all kind of glue together? Now, here's a passage of scripture that I think you guys are going to appreciate because it really brings all of this together in a way that I think we misinterpret, okay? We misinterpret, but I don't think this is supposed to be misinterpreted in the way that we misinterpret. I think this is a passage of scripture that's going to, one, make sense of why the things that are popular are popular, okay? And two, I'm going to have an action step for all of you guys, okay? So check this out. So this is a passage from uh, the book of 1 John, okay? This is 1 John. I'm going to read two parallel translations. 1 John chapter 2, okay? So Check this out. I'm going to read this in the ESV and then in the NLT. Okay, it says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Now check out what the NLT says. This is the New Living Translation. Okay, it says, Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away, 
along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what God pleases will live forever. So the first part of this passage that often I think completely gets butchered and gets misinterpreted is people, Christians specifically, they interpret this to mean do not love this world as in do not love the people in the world, as in do not love the variety of cultures and styles of music and genres and delicacies of this world. That's not what this is saying, okay? This is specifically talking about the world system, okay? So do not love the world system and what the world system offers. Most of the music, the media that you're going to be consuming is going to be based on the things laid out here. The desires of the flesh, the uh, the, the, the lust of life, the, the, the pride of life, the desires of the flesh, right? That's what this is talking about. Physical craving, okay? Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. The world is mainly built on giving you the things that you want for your physical, earthly cravings. Lust of the eyes. Lust of the flesh, pride of life. It's always easier to sell a product, a service, media, music, a movie on those three things. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. What is lust of the flesh? Okay, we lust of the flesh is you wanting to have dopamine release. You wanting to 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 have uh, uh, drink, uh, overconsume alcohol, overconsume food, right? Do drugs. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes. What's the lust of the eyes? Well, we all know what that is, sexual immorality, or at least you should know about that. And then it talks about the pride of life, the pride in our achievements, the status, the symbols of of flexing on other people. Okay, anything is going to sell easier if it has those three components in it. This passage is not telling us to abandon going into the world to contextualize the gospel of Jesus. That's not what this is saying. Okay, how do we know? Because scripture interprets scripture. People read this and go, ah, screw the world's going to hell in a handbasket. We're not going to engage with anything because everything is evil and dark. That's not what this is saying. This is saying this is the way the world is and the world system is jacked up. But we know if we juxtapose scripture with scripture, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that Jesus, fully God, comes into this world in, in, in the flesh as a missionary to live the life we couldn't live, to die the death we should have died, and then rose on the third day, giving us the spirit and ultimately giving us commands to go and make disciples. So what does all this mean with regards to what Lecrae is saying here? Lecrae is right. Most of the music that's going to be sold, and my experience with working in the music industry, with having uh, uh, done deals with Interscope and Universal and knowing a lot of the heads at these labels, they're less consumed with the content per se, they're more consumed with what can drive clicks and develop revenue and sell. If you have a proof of concept, the world opens up to you. We're seeing this in real time with The Chosen doing massive box office numbers, completely unexpected. Why? Because Christians rallied and supported something that the world didn't understand and and couldn't make sense of. So why is Lecrae and Andy and whatever not more popular? It comes down to a supply and demand issue. It comes down to how people are wired is going to make them react and and operate from their own best interest, which is usually going to be about craving, about, about filling the cravings of their desires. So what is the solution? If you're a follower of Jesus, if you're a Christian, you need to support the music that makes sense for you and what your worldview is. I think this is a much stronger case against things like secular music and all these sorts of things instead of saying, hey, anything that's successful is bad. 
right? That's the tall, the tall poppy fallacy, right? Anything that's successful is bad. Coming in hot is successful, therefore it's bad. And so what happened? You had a, a lot of folks, instead of seeing that as a moment to evangelize, were coming in hot, or seeing the, the chosen as a moment to evangelize, you then reject it all out, and you create infighting and division and, and argue over stuff, while in reality, all that's happening in these algorithms, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, now is, hey, if this is getting clicks, this will rise to the top. If this is not getting clicks, guess what will rise to the top? The stuff that is lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. If you don't like it, you get to do something about it. You get to participate. You get to engage. You get to press into the very content that you enjoy and support the artists that you enjoy by going the extra mile. And see, most of us don't like to hear this sort of thing because we rather say, oh, something is big and popular. It's evil. They've compromised. They've sold their soul to the devil to be that big. Like he's on Sway in the morning. He, God can't be in that. He's on, right? Sway's universe. Or we say, well, I don't want to have no responsibility in contributing to what these algorithms are pushing. So I'm just going to wash my hands and say, oh, the world's evil. The world's bad. Everything's bad. And the world system is evil, but it's going to come down to us going into society, contextualizing Jesus in the media and across all facets of life, not just in the four walls of the church. And so I appreciate what Lecrae is doing. I appreciate his answer on here. And if you guys want to see more stuff rise to the top, support artists that you enjoy. Specifically, you could support our Patreon for only $5 a month. We'll link this over here. It gets you access to our podcast before they drop. It gets you access to our daily after-party streams, completely unedited. It gets you a discount code and access to our Discord server. It's a great way you can take a practical step, partner with what we're doing here to contextualize the gospel. All right. Thank you so much for seeing this video. I'll see you over on Patreon. Peace.